Alrighty, and um, welcome back to another episode of Inspired by Jimmy L. As you guys know, I have been on an inspirational journey for quite a long time, and I've been talking about it and, and videotaping it along the journey. Um, this this year, early this year, I kind of fell off a little bit. Um, I lost my dad, and the emotions that kind of came from that kind of derailed my positivity journey, as one would expect. But needless to say. That is the past tense, and I'm really legitimately focused on getting back on track or at least discovering what it means to be me now after losing a parent. And this um, particular podcast is actually probably one that's really, really special to me. Um, Mel, this one comes from, uh, or this particular interview or clip comes from Mel Robbins. And if you heard anything I've ever said about her, I really don't. I'm not a fan of her. I'm typically not motivated by her like at all. And I, I'm, really, I'm almost upset that I'm having to play this because it has motivated me. Um, because this is probably the second or third clip that I played on, on the show that came from Mel Robbins. And so this is just very interesting. So just know that when I say it's inspiring, it's truthfully inspiring. <laughs> there are no motives behind this at all. But um, this particular clip and my reaction to it is, 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 yeah, here it is. So this is from Mel Robbins again, and it's titled, If You're Going Through a Hard Time, I Have Something to Say. And so here you go. Let's listen up. When life suddenly changes and you feel like you have lost control and you start to feel stuck and powerless, how do you take control when you don't know where your life or the world or this moment is going. And here's the number one thing I want you to know. You don't need to know where this moment or where the world is going. You just need to know where you are going next. And one of the things that has happened, uh, certainly in the pandemic, but it always happens when there's any kind of reckoning in your life, is that when you have something suddenly happen and your life is fundamentally changed, whether it's a death or somebody says, I don't love you anymore, or you're fired, or you find yourself uh, with a scary health diagnosis, there is a line in the sand. There is a life before that happened and then a life after that moment happened. And that line in the sand, that reckoning that happens, and it happens for all of us, whether it's happening for you right now or it has happened in the past, I'm telling you, there is a gift inside of this, even the darkest moments, because every single sudden change in your life that makes you feel like you've lost control and you no longer know where you're going, it's like hitting the giant pause button. And if you lean into the moment, there is a chance for tremendous wisdom and growth. There are things that you can do right now in order to take control of where you're going, of what you're thinking about. And you can start to take this moment of change and you can use it to be able to take and make an intentional pivot in the direction that is meant for you next. And one of the things I want to say about this moment is, look, if you're losing loved ones, you are terrified, this has made you lose your job, you feel like you're in that moment where everything, you know, you're falling off a cliff, you're trying to pack a parachute, you're grieving. 
And so you got to give yourself space to grieve the losses that you're feeling. And when you get a little bit of distance from the grieving and the ways of grief and fear that you're feeling start to space out, they don't ever leave you. But over time, those waves of, holy cow, and I don't want this, and I can't handle this, and why is this happening to me? Time will start to lessen those waves. You will gather your feet underneath you again, and you will absolutely be stronger and be a better version of yourself based on this incredible challenge that you're facing. And I can say that even though you may be facing it a tough time, because if you think about your life, you faced extraordinary challenges and there hasn't been a single one that hasn't made you a better and stronger version of yourself. And this moment will be no different. So I want you to understand that when you get out of the cycle of grief, this is an enormous reckoning, an enormous opportunity for you to hit the pause button and for you to start to ask yourself the question, what do I want my life to look like? Because I think too many of us are sitting here going, I can't wait for my life to get back to normal. I can't wait for this to end. I can't wait for things to go back to normal. And in any moment of reckoning, what happens is there's actually parts of your old life that you don't want to go back to. And there is a tremendous amount that you're learning in this moment that you need to pause and take in and say, okay, based on what I've just learned, based on my old life, when I look ahead to my new life, what is it that I want my new life to look like? This next chapter, I can turn to a blank page, I can take all this wisdom, all this resilience, all this strength, and I can write something new. Okay, so um, that has been extremely impactful for me. And I almost like agree with her 98% of, uh, of what she just mentioned and what she believes in this clip. Um, the first piece that she stated in regards to you have to know where you're going. Um, I don't necessarily believe in, in that piece. And, and let me, <laughs> let me clarify. I do think it's great to have a goal. I do think that it's great. I do think that you have to have some level of um, insight as to where you want your life to go. That I do agree with. But when something traumatic has happened, the last thing is, is that's on your mind is thinking about where you are, where you are going, or where you want to go. Um, you're so focused on dealing with the funk that you're in. You're so focused on. This is where I am. And goddamn it, I just know I don't feel like being bothered. Like, no, I don't know what new job I want to find right now. No, I don't know what my life is going to look like tomorrow. I don't know. Damn it, I know right now I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm frustrated right now. And so in, in that regards, I don't think that in the midst of your trauma, I don't believe that you should have to have it all figured out as to where you're going. So that's just one piece. Um, but everything else. I 100% agree with, and and to end this, and I want to kind of wrap this up as quickly as I can, but in regards to the pause button that she mentioned, and then being able to rediscover um, what you want your new life to be like, hitting the pause button and, button, and then realizing that there's pieces of your life before this traumatic incident happened that you didn't like and that you would like to change, and you now have the option to change whatever it is about your life that happened before this trauma and then being able to either dismiss it or um, reinvent it 
in this new stage of your life. I'm so glad she mentioned that. Um, after losing my dad, I got a chance to see a lot of family and friends. And um, I got a chance to see some people that were not necessarily there for me. They were just there for the time. They were just there to either wish their condolences, but there was no real care behind the words or their actions. And that goes for family and friends. And most people deal with that. They're certainly after um, losing somebody that you love, you know, you get all these phone calls and then, you know, food and flowers and, and, you know, all these cards and everybody's there for like the first week or two. And then after that, that's it. You normally don't hear from them anymore. Um, you don't really, you don't feel that love from them anymore. It typically happens. Um, it happens to most people unless you have somebody that is truthfully there um, that can kind of understand what you're dealing with. And so um, I hate to say it, but I had the opportunity to see who was truthfully there and who really wasn't. And so what I got a chance to do in the middle of that pause button or while things were on pause for me, I got a chance to say, okay, I was always this person giving advice. I was always this person being inspiring. I was always this person trying to hold the world up I don't have to do that anymore. And so now this next chapter, this next stage of my life, I don't believe in doing things that I don't want to do. I don't want to do them just because you expected me to do them. I don't want to do them just because you think I, you think I should be doing them or because I used to do them. If I don't want to perform that task, I'm not going to. If I don't want to answer that phone call, I'm not going to, and I'm not going to feel bad about it anymore. And so there's one thing I can say that I, I'm grateful that I'm able to see experience and um, I'm able to have the wisdom and the courage to rebuild what it means to be Jimmy. I'm so grateful. I am so thankful for that. Um, it sucks losing a parent, no matter what age, no matter what stage, no matter whether you saw it coming, no matter you whether you had a good relationship or a bad relationship, it sucks losing a parent, period. But the lessons that I'm learning now that I'm on the other side of this, they're priceless. And I refuse to go back. And so I cannot agree more. No matter what's going on with you in your life, whether it's grief of a person or if it's grief of a job or whatever, grief of the life that you thought you were going to have, getting on the other side of that, after that pause button, take the time to rediscover what it is that you really want to do. Stick to your guns and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to step out and do what you want to do been one of my biggest lessons this year, period. I love you guys as always. And remember that no matter what you do, make every decision with a level of integrity. And I'll see you guys on the next video. Namaste.